Well, interview time, and our frequent guest in studio with us this morning is Rory Lewandowski from the OSU Extension Office here in Wayne County, talking today about using protocol to train farm employees. Rory, first off, a very good morning. Happy to have you in here. Yeah, good morning, Ron. Glad to be here. Well, as we start, can you begin by defining what protocols you're talking about, what they are, and why, specifically on a farm, they can be considered useful? Sure. Uh, well, strictly speaking, the uh, definition of a protocol is it's a set of rules or standards to guide uh, conduct or format. Now, within the context of a farm, uh, we think of protocols that are defined more as a set of steps or procedures that guide or define how a larger task is going to be accomplished. And they're useful uh, because they lay out the details of a specific task. Uh, protocols allow a farm employee to know what that farm manager, owner, or, you know, or their supervisor expects of them regarding a task. Rory, how does the use or need for protocols differ between farms that are using family labor against farms that are using non-family labor? Yeah, you know, the, the short answer is uh, they, they both uh, can benefit from this. Uh, they are useful for both family and non-family labor. Uh, it really comes down to uh, communication. It's all about communication. So uh, we know some families are definitely better at communication than others. You know, mom or dad's always uh, willing to explain or always has explained that this is the way we do this job and these are the specific steps. Now, other families, you know, not so much. Uh, you know, how a job is done uh, maybe just gets passed on by observation or, you know, trial and error, and there might be a lot of conflict uh, involved with, with how that happens. Uh, of course, then once we bring a non-family labor enters the farm, communicating protocols becomes even more important. So non-family employees require instruction on, you know, how this specific farm does this task. And so in either case, Taking the time to write down protocols can really increase the consistency and the effectiveness of performing those various farm tasks. Roy, how effective are written protocols? Because I'm sure some people out there are saying, well, what's the point? Right. Is it as simple as writing down the steps involved in doing a task to improve performance and consistency? Or is there more involved there? Uh, and, and I guess even more broadly, what are the characteristics of a good protocol as opposed to a bad one? Yeah, I think, you know, part of that is just the, the fact you sit down to think through it, to write it down. You might find out maybe it's not quite as, as simple as you thought it was. So um, good protocols do have two basic characteristics. Uh, first, they're actually used and followed by, by employees. And then second, they achieve that desired result. Uh, unfortunately, just putting something down in writing doesn't guarantee that employees are going to follow that instruction or uh, if they do that, you know, the results are going to be positive. Sometimes those protocols, they're just poorly written or they're too long or they're too complicated. Uh, sometimes they may use terms or words or expressions that are not understood by the employee. And then sometimes protocols don't account for the actual work environment and they're not practical. Okay, well, that leads us to the next question. How does the farm manager then go about developing practical and effective protocols? I'm sure you've got some tips to help people out there in case that's you know something that they struggle with. Yeah, I do. So, And some of these come from uh, some articles I read. So I read a uh, January 21st, 2020 article in milkbusiness.com on the topic of farm protocols. And then uh, there's also a great article from Michigan State University about writing and practicing good farm protocols. And again, both those articles uh, provide some helpful tips that I'll share. Uh, the first one is involve some key employees in writing protocols. Uh, that way you have a check, uh, making sure that they are understandable and practical. 
Uh, take a team approach to writing protocols. Uh, so team members can include industry professionals or consultants, as well as farm employees and family members. Uh, so for example, if I'm writing something related to health, uh, such as a vaccination protocol or a treatment protocol for an illness, uh, you want to maybe include the farm's veterinarian in on, on helping you define that. If the protocol involves equipment maintenance work, uh, you know, work with your appropriate equipment dealer. Now, to help increase the readability of a protocol, you may want to include photos or drawings or maybe even charts or graphs. They might, again, you know, pictures worth a thousand words type of thing. If English is a second language, and we see some of that uh, certainly on some of our farms, if, that's a, if English is a second language for some of your employees, uh, can you have that protocol written in their native language to help them out? Uh, finally, the Michigan State article suggested that successful protocols are based or built upon solid research that's then adapted to your farm situation. Okay, first step is putting pen to paper, Rory, but beyond that, what else can be done to make sure that employees actually use the protocol that, that's put down? Is there, you know, hands-on training, demonstration needed, or is it, you know, case-by-case -case differences? Yeah, no, Ron, that's, a, that's an excellent point. Uh, again, both that article from that milkbusiness.com and the one from Michigan State Extension uh, say that training around the protocol is absolutely crucial to make sure that employees follow those protocols and un once they understand them, that then they take ownership.